0: Welcome back to the David Glenn Show. Brad Brownell of Clemson is going to drop by in about 15 minutes. His Tigers host Duke this weekend. North Carolina is headed to Louisville this weekend. More on the Wolfpack's win at Syracuse and Duke over Virginia Tech in just a little bit as well. But joining us now, one of the top transfers in the ACC. He is a North Carolina sharpshooter who will have another birthday on March 3rd. The Tar Heels will be at Cameron Indoor Stadium. I don't think the Crazies will sing Happy Birthday to Cameron Johnson of UNC the way they tried to sing it to Coach K last night. Cam, welcome to the David Glenn Show. How are you? I'm doing well. I'm doing well. It's great to have you. What do you think? March 3rd is probably a big day for you every year. It happens to be a trip to Duke this year as well. Uh, You have visited there, but not in a Carolina uniform that sounds like it won't be just another birthday. I know you have other games between now and then, but what do you think? Um, I'm pretty excited for that one.
1: Uh, hopefully I can make a, make it a fun birthday party this year. Um, you know, it would be, be great to go in there and get a win. Uh, I know it's going to be a pretty crazy atmosphere. They said, you know, playing at Duke is in a, Carolina, in a Carolina uniform is not like playing at Duke in any other uniform. So we'll see if that holds true.
0: Let's go to right to the basics. Are you okay with either Cam or Cameron? Because you make a lot of either. threes. We want to get it right.
1: Either is completely fine. All,
0: All right, right and, no the, and the full name given to you by your parents was Cameron Jordan Johnson. Now that you okay. wear that uniform, you know we have to ask, was the Jordan as a middle name basketball-related in any way?
1: Um, it, uh, it definitely was basketball-related. Um, when I was younger... It took a long time for my parents to convince me that my middle name was not Michael Jordan. It was <laughs> Jordan. Um, but growing up, I was a huge Jordan fan. I used to watch like little VHS tapes over and over and over again, wear my little Bulls uniform, uh, wear my little North Carolina shirt. So I was a really big Michael Jordan
0: fan growing up. Now, I'm originally from Philadelphia. You're also originally from Pennsylvania, but the other side of the state. Uh, you, of course, played for the Pitt Panthers closer to home. How did you end up having Michael Jordan on your radar so much? Were you a big NBA fan watching him win titles with the Bulls, or or did you even know about his affiliation with UNC way back then?
1: Um, so, honestly, my parents were just really big basketball fans, and um, I think I came out of the womb holding a basketball. <laughs> um, and then just. Michael Jordan quickly became my favorite player. I know my dad always liked to watch him, so I'd always sit on his lap and watch the games. And then uh, my dad's from, you know, uh, South Carolina, so he grew up a North Carolina fan, and he watched Michael Jordan when he was in college. You know, he's the best player of all time, so. Definitely a great player to watch growing up.
0: Cam Johnson of UNC is joining us on the David Glenn Show. His dad, Gilbert, played for the Pitt Panthers in the late 80s. His mom, Amy, scored more than 1,000 points in her career at Kent State. So he's not exaggerating when he says he came into a big-time basketball family. We laughed recently when your teammate Theo Pinson said that he once told Kenny Williams earlier this year, if you don't take an open three-pointer that you're supposed to take – I'm gonna call timeout. Walk over and punch you in the mouth. (laughs) Does Theo threaten you to the point of bodily harm, Cam Johnson?
1: Um, I don't, I don't think Theo has threatened me (laughs) to the point of bodily harm. But I think that uh, that statement holds true for more than just Kenny. Uh, We got some capable shooters, and you know Theo also is in it for. I believe there is a little bit of a selfish portion to that because I know he wants his assist. I know he's looking for a triple double one these days. <laughs> so uh, that's definitely a factor. But, no, he really believes in us, and we believe in each other, and I'm sure that message goes for a couple of guys on the team.
0: How do you explain to those who only watch, what if you just missed three straight three-pointers, all right, and it's a close game against a quality opponent, and yet in the flow of things, you catch a pass from Theo, you're not rushing your shot, you're not off balance, maybe you have that extra half a second you need, you, you, I'm, I imagine everybody from your coaches to certainly Theo is saying you have to take that shot again, even if you mass, miss the last three. How does that work?
1: Um, you you kind of have to have a short memory when you're playing the game, just because you know you're going to miss shots, and there'll be times that you miss, you know, a lot in a row, and it happens to the best of the best. So uh, you kind of just got to put it put it to the side and just you know trusting your teammates, trust in the position that you can put in. And just, you know, trusting your ability. So I think that's probably the biggest part about it.
0: Cam Johnson is joining us. Tar Heels at Louisville this weekend, trying to continue a four-game winning streak. Theo recently told us that there are only two people in all of basketball that he would never t- talk trash to, and those were his teammates Joel Berry and Luke May. You can either certify that Theo was right about that, or tell us maybe you're offended that Theo didn't put you on that list. Is that like is he allowed to talk trash to you, but he's afraid to do it to to Joel and Luke? How does that work?
1: You know, honestly, I don't know what that means, and I'll see him pretty shortly. I'll give him, a, give him an earful for that. But, um, you know, I don't know quite his basis for saying that, but, you know, I'm going I to have to go at him today and practice or take him one-on-one and, you know, try to make him get to the point where he doesn't want to say anything. But, you know, Theo, he's, he's naturally a guy that is pretty likely to say some words, and you know, he can he can try to get like, get under your skin pretty easy.
0: Now tell, what would be your guess? Theo swore after the NC State game that he heard a Wolfpack defender say "You guard, to his teammate, you guard Luke May, he's not all that athletic. And then Theo's theory is because Luke heard that, he just went bananas with that crazy 30-15 type game. Do you think Theo would like make that up just to light a fire under Luke May? Or do you think Theo is actually relaying something that a Wolfpack player actually said? He might actually
1: have been relaying something that a Wolfpack player might have said. Uh, I didn't hear anything myself, but whatever was said to Luke, it it worked because you know there's definitely a different look in his eyes and a different level of aggression, intensity. And I mean, I think he didn't come out in the second half, and that was pretty impressive just to see him on full go mode at every second of every play that game.
0: You played two seasons for Jamie Dixon, a guy who's very well-respected around college basketball. You had the one year for Kevin Stallings at Pitt before you transferred to Carolina. What do you know about, like, the Carolina way right now that in the first days of practice you just might not have fully grasped?
1: Um, I think there's just a a very, you know, distinct way that we play. Um, And I think... I think the biggest portions of that is rebounding and playing in transition. And I knew, I knew that coming in, but, you know, I, I don't think I had fully grasped that um, until, you know, kind of recently. And it's, it's a little bit, it's, you know, it's, it's, it's a good way to play. And it just it, surprisingly, you know, it's very simple, rebound the ball, play in transition. But honestly, it takes a little bit of getting used to. Um, it's a little bit different than the styles of play that I've played Uh, in, you know, the past couple of years, but, you know, I really like it down here.
0: Is it instinctive yet? Like, maybe a month or two ago, you found yourself thinking a lot in the heat of the moment. Is it fully instinctive yet, or are you still sort of on that learning curve?
1: Um, It's getting there. Uh, it's a work in progress, but I'm definitely farther along than I was before.
0: Last thing for Cameron Johnson of UNC, heels heading to Louisville. I think when you originally signed with UNC, Louisville's coach was a Hall of Famer named Rick Pitino. I don't know how far into like film study you are, but what do you see from the David Padgett Louisville Cardinals? Uh, is it mostly the style that they played in the past? You, you at Pitt, of course, went up against a lot of these same guys. Uh,
1: we haven't watched too much about them, and I don't – I'm not quite sure how much has changed from when uh, Coach Patino was coaching, but um, I'm pretty sure they're probably going to stick to what they've what they've always done. And you know, they're a very aggressive team. They play good defense. They play um, an interesting style of defense, and you know, they always have a lot of length and a lot of athletic guys that can make plays. So you know, kind of just we'll, we'll get into the film room and figure out ways that we can attack them, and you know, try to limit you know their effectiveness on the offensive end, and go from there.
0: If Roy Williams were sitting in on this conversation right now, and we asked you the key to the rest of the season for the Tar Heels, what do you think he would want you to say?
1: Um, I think a big thing would be urgency. Um, I think any time we've played with urgency this year, the results have been positive. And any time we haven't, you know, we we suffered some consequences from that. So I think you know, playing with urgency, playing with effort.
0: Playing with urgency and playing with effort uh, covers up a lot of mistakes, and um, I think that can help us offensively and defensively. Hey, Darren, let's send that audio to Roy Williams. I think uh, Cameron Johnson's going to get some brownie points for for answering that (laughs) one correctly. Hey, last thing for you really quickly as we thank you for your time here on the David Glenn Show. I don't, I'm i not a, an expert on social media at all, Cam, so your answer might even be over my head. But I am on Twitter, at David Glenn Show, and I notice you're one of the only guys on Carolina that doesn't seem to, to do the Twitter thing. Is that just a, an intentional decision to focus on basketball or academics, or you just not like it? Or, or maybe you're all o- over other types of social media, and I'm just too old to see that stuff.
1: Um, honestly, I've never really been big on social media. Uh, I never really felt a need for it. Um, I made an Instagram my sophomore year of college, maybe, because my teammate grabbed my phone and said, like, hey, I'm going to make you an Instagram. <laughs> so that's the origin of that. And besides that, I probably wouldn't have one. So I have just never really been a, a big, big fan of social media and never really felt that I would really get involved.
0: Yeah, you're probably a better person and a better basketball player as a result. Cut out the distractions, <laughs> tunnel vision. Exactly. Hey, hey, good luck at Louisville. Thank you for the time here on the David Glenn Show. You got it. A sharpshooter. Dude just can flat out stroke it from three-point land, and the other parts of his game have come along nicely under Roy Williams as well.